Hey everybody, this is Chad. We uh, Before we start the show, I wanted to let you know that we have decided uh, that we're going to do something uh, for the listeners, but it takes a little bit from you as well. Yeah, we last week we talked about maybe releasing the song and things like that, but the Uncle Ronnie response has been bonkers. It's been outrageous. It's been bonkers, and so since you guys are listeners early on, we wanted to reward our original listeners, so... If we hit a certain amount of reviews on iTunes, we're going to release the I Am Uncle Ronnie t-shirt at no markup. We're not going to make any money off it. We just want our original listeners to have it. So if we don't ruin this podcast at some point, right. you'll have been one of the original people to have something cool from the beginning. What do you think What do you think the number should be? I think 750 reviews on or, iTunes. Oh, yes. Yes. So we're at we're at about 240 right now. But I think that just gets us. I think a lot of people listen but don't do that. Yes. So if you just take the extra time, it's 750. We'll get those t-shirts out because that helps move us up I don't, the algorithm. That's like a bunch it's, of talk I don't understand. Everybody keeps saying the word algorithm yeah, I don't and I'm very either. tired of the word algorithm. But I, but I I do know that it helps. Yes. Uh, also I want to say my sister is going to be meeting with Uncle Ronnie, so if uh, listeners have any questions Please message them to me. I will get them to my sister yes. so they can ask Uncle Ron. She's going to do a little recon. And so then what we will bring, that that's going to be such a good segment. I hope so. Uncle Ronnie's answers to listeners' questions. <laughs> I'm almost having an erection. So <laughs> uh, what would say the number again? How many? 750. 750. 750 on iTunes. Set a uh, – put reviews up and uh, the end. I don't know why I'm still talking. Me either. Let's start the show. Everybody, this is Chad Daniels. Across from me is Cy Amundsen. Hello. And over in the corner where he belongs is Justin J. Bale. Put that baby in the corner. Yeah, he he won't. Justin Bailey, and yep. he won't. He says he doesn't have any nicknames, which I think is a load well, of shit. Well, I just shit. asked him. I asked him before the show started because I wanted to give us all nicknames. Yes, and he wouldn't go with Especially it. Especially you. Yes, uh, but he. there's no way a human being gets to be of Justin's age and doesn't have a nickname. I think that's a lie, so I think he does have one, but I'm willing to riff one out. Let's go. Jay Bales, that's Justin. Bale of hay. Do you like Bale of hay? I do or like hay bales? Which one? Ooh, hay, I like bales. hay bales. Hay bales. And the producer in the corner, hay bales. Hay bales is good. If you in the next two weeks don't shove somebody's forehead into a turnbuckle, <laughs> I'm going to be furious. Here comes hay bales. Yeah. Excuse me, sir. We are the police. What are you doing? It's hay bales. All right, carry on. Can we just get? Can we get his uh, driver's license changed to hay bales? I'm sure you could. I How love much does that it. cost? Twenty-two bucks. At most. Well, it's Minnesota. Oh, to get a copy. I think when you redo yeah, it. It's like Also, to legally change your name. You can do it for free when you're getting married. Yep. Because everyone gets to change their names to whatever they want. That's yep. why I changed my middle name to Danger. Okay. So my middle name is actually Danger now. What so should I can I, say. What should I change my middle name to during the wedding? That's not important. What's important is. Yeah, let's not leave that. We need to look into whatever it costs to get Justin legally changed to Hay Bales. And from this moment on, he is Hay Bales on the show. That has to be. Hay Bales. I'm just staring at him watching his face, and he's... Um, I would say he doesn't... He hasn't left. Well, the look on your face is when there's a sale 
that has been advertised in a newspaper, then you get to the store and they're out of the shit that, that, that's for sale. That's what your face looked like. <laughs> it was just this look of flabbergasted disappointment. <laughs> that's the best way to describe it where you're like, God damn it, I came all the way in here. That's what I picture you saying. Well, hey, Bales, I'm the opposite of flabbergasted disappointment because I'm so psyched to be back. Yeah, by the way, welcome I, back. I'm so, I, not just to be in the room with you, I'm just happy to be back in Minnesota. I was in Ohio for a while. The middle of somewhere. I was in the middle. I am back Wel in the Welcome middle. to the middle of somewhere. Welcome back, Cy, and the audience. Sure. I, so I liked Ohio, and I, I stayed at this resort down there that we talked about. It's called the Houston Woods Lodge. Awesome, awesome staff. The town, Oxford, Ohio, had a couple of things that by the time I left, I was so sick of. Number one with a bullet is, you know, when a human being tries really hard to talk a certain way, like a, like a white kid who went to a rich school and you meet him at a party, you're like, what's up, man? He goes, hey, my name's Jay Bones. Like, you're like, that's not. <laughs> what do you think of that? Hay bales? Yeah, hay bales. Hay I, just, hay, I just wanted to test it out. Hey, it worked good. <laughs> it landed. But so what ha they don't do that down there, but it's it's pretty close to Kentucky. And I think the closer you get to Kentucky, the more southern you think you are. And so there's a lot of young people in this town that try really hard to seem really southern. So these kids, so like the one that drove me the most nuts, I'm at the grocery store. There's a kid bagging. He can't be more than 20 years old. And I go, hey, man, how's your day going? And he goes, well, I'd say it's just about peachy. Really? I, 20 fucking years old? You're a 20-year-old boy in Ohio. You're not a, a frog on a stump You think he's going to end up in Minnesota doing therapy at some point? <laughs> what a fucking asshole. Are you kidding? That's nobody. There's no way that when I said, how are, how's your morning, that that is what, like, immediately your brain went, peachy? No, he, he had to have, like, sat on his couch like, Remember, when they say, how you doing, you say peachy. Well, I, I'm just about, I'm a moss on the side of a tree about to get some sunshine. <laughs> I tell you what, you asking me how my morning is, hay bales? Let me let you in on a little something. I'm feeling about as sharp as a rattler's tail on an Appalachian dew-covered morning, mignon. Come on around downtown now. What the fuck are you? I, I agree. You gotta stop that and shit. And it's in Cincinnati, Ohio. Ohio touches a lake that touches Canada. Yeah, it, it's not fair. That's my rule. They... They have, and it, it was like restaurants everywhere. Like, uh, how are the eggs here? I'd say well, they're, they're a little bit of special heaven. No, you're 23. Yeah, I think, you know what I think it is? I think it's, and I bet I, I, bet I did it, but not, it, not with an accent. But when you're young, you're trying to find who you want to be as an adult. Right? So I, I went in one time. I, had a, I can tell you just real quick, I for sure did it. Because there was a phase at about 16 years old where I was working real hard on learning how to freestyle rap. Yeah, there's, there's no doubt about that. <laughs> just writing down rhymes, but they were just real easy. Yeah. And, and just like everybody's in the car rapping and I like pull a piece of paper out of my pocket like, yo, I'm in the car and we're about to go far. <laughs> you just all, you always had three letter words to rhyme, so it was very easy. <laughs> You know, I went in to get breakfast one day, and I had a big beard, and I had a, a red and black buffalo checkered shirt. And this guy goes, uh, has anyone ever told you you're the personification of a lumberjack? That's what he said to me. And I said, 
but has anyone ever told you lumberjacks are people and don't need to be personified? <laughs> and then we stared at each other for quite a while. We had just a moment. And I said, maybe you should get a word of the week calendar because when you're trying to learn one every day, it's too hard. Because, but I think it was, he's young and he's trying to introduce a bigger vocabulary, whatever it is. But I'm an old man. I fucking, I don't have time for that shit. Yeah, man. I just, it drives me absolutely insane. That's thing one. I was, I was glad to be away from that. Thing two, uh, Miami of Ohio, mm-hmm. the university is in that town. Mm-hmm. Seems like a cool school. Ben Roethlisberger ben, went there. Ben, I've committed a crime but gotten away with it. Roethlisberger went there. Also, Wally Eyebrows Zerbiak went there. Oh, I didn't know that. Yes, Wally Zerbiak with his eyebrows went there. Uh, it was graduation weekend the last weekend I was there. Oof. A couple bummer pieces of information, and I'd like you to shine some light on this as a parent. Uh, drove around, a mm-hmm. lot of front yards, barbecues and parties going mm-hmm. on, a lot of beer pong tables, a lot of moms and dads playing the beer pong, and I think that makes you a stupid fucking asshole. Well, I'm going to tell you this. First of all, you party in the backyard like a goddamn adult. <laughs> all right? Yeah, you don't party next to the street like, like you're it's the ridiculous. trash about to be picked up. It's ridiculous. Because yeah. a wind blows, a ping pong ball hits the edge of the cup, goes into the street. You got 14 young fucking kids chasing a ball. 12 of them get hit. Okay. That's just math. Yeah. That's good math. I hit, I hit you with my car. Is everything okay? I'm, I'm pretty peachy. <laughs> so, well, that car was just about as strong as the side of a mountain. Yeah, I, out of the heart of I also think, listen, when your kids graduate, I get it. You're excited. You feel like it's a huge accomplishment, but really you guided them. They did all the work. I see on Facebook all the time where my, and it's mostly moms. I'm just going to say. Yeah, absolutely. Mostly moms sucking other moms dicks about this graduation. Like, oh, how are you getting through it? Well, fuck you. You didn't. You had a baby 18 years ago and we all pushed them towards graduation. Yeah, but give me a break about and i know and then guess what also moms do most of the party planning that's also a fact for sure but to put that much pressure on your party it's like if if the principal shows up and goes oh i don't like these decorations we're taking back the diploma yeah that's never going to happen no it's insane so i i just wish parents would step back a little bit and let the light shine where it should uh, to bounce off of that i agree that like be on the lawn and watch your kids party. I'm not saying you can't be at like share kind of an adultish moment with your kid while they're playing beer pong. I'm just saying the moment you step up and try to be the cool dad or mom playing beer pong, you might as well have a fucking class ring on your finger. You stupid douche. Well, I will also tell you, and I know that was a lot. I'll also tell you this, but go. Yeah, I'm so good at pink uh, beer pong. I understand that. that I, I may. Are you so good that you need to do it in front of your son's friends? So they could all be like, yay, Chad, you're just like one of us. You're not old at all. Absolutely. I'm that person. <laughs> and I would, but I wouldn't play it. I wouldn't play it. I would drive by with 10 balls and I would just fucking drop all of them in as I'm moving. Oh, that's good. See, I, I like wa- that. And then I walk away. I go, I got to go check on the grill. See, I think you show up to your son's graduation. You got the one ping pong ball in your back pocket. Everybody's partying all day. You're the normal dad. Everybody's like, Chad, you want to play beer pong? You're like, no, no, no. It's, I'm, I'm past. I'm an adult now. I don't. You guys have fun. You play it very cool. You're there a few hours. On your way out, everybody's kind of filtering out. One of your son's friends said, see you later, Chad. 
You turn, you go, no, I'll see you later. You pull it out of your pocket, flick it with your thumb from like 18 feet, just cup it, and you get in the car like a fucking renegade. I do love that. Yeah. The only thing I don't like about that is everybody knows you keep a ping pong ball pressed up against your inner thigh right above your knee because people are like, is that the tip of his dick? Everybody knows that. He's got a really round, smooth dick tip. It's, where's the, how come we can't see the girthiness on the way down? <laughs> he's got, he's actually got one of those uh, old-timey microphone dicks. He's got, he's got <laughs> the Bob, Bob Barker, Barker. <laughs> microphone dick. God damn it, I hate that Bob Barker. Uh, and the last thing about that town, so all, not the frat houses, there are frat houses there. Sure. But there's all these houses on campus that have like, I assume, seven or eight bedrooms. They're like just big group houses. And they all have these big, like, painted signs on them, and they have names, right? Like the jackpot house or the animal house. Like uh. they, they have clever names, I guess, clever. And But there's one right by campus, and I'm not a part of this, like, PC argument, the college campus stuff. I But this I couldn't believe in today's day. It was called the Panty Shanty. Huh. And the painting was a, a kid, like an, a, a college man, just holding up a pair of women's underwear. Are you fucking serious? How How is that? You might as well name your house the fucking transition noise from Law & Order. <laughs> hey, it's Dave, Jeff, we're having a party over at Chung Chung. Like, how the fuck in this year are you doing that? How the fuck are you getting away with that? Hey, guys, we're going to go party at. That should be the name of a house, though. That's the <laughs> coolest way to start a party. Because if you go, we're going to the panty shanty, everyone's like, all right, whatever. But if you go, we're going to go hit the. Uh, that's perfect. Yeah, I, I couldn't believe it. I was like, did no one does no one here have eyeballs? It was like a hundred feet from one of the school but buildings. But you know what's crazy? I just went to a music festival that I did not know was gonna be as young as it was. Okay. It was so fucking young. Yeah. And it was on the beach. It was very spring breaky, and I should have known that because it was on the beach. But for as many women that hate that shit, there are other there are just as many other women that are like, We're going to the pit! Shanny. Yeah, they absolutely. Really yeah, it's absolutely. There's there is a there is a divide. I just it it I was just surprised given, you know, how everything works that like if your kid, if you showed up, here's a question for you. If you showed up at college and your your son was like, "Oh, we live over there." And you saw that giant panty shanty sign, would you like if that was Ethan, my nephew when he went to college, mm -hmm. I'd be like, "Hey man, uh, just a heads up." I think this is a terrible idea, and maybe you should go live down at that house named Gucci Man. <laughs> like, just pick, yeah. <laughs> pick a different one. I don't know. Would you would you worry about that at all? Well, of course, because the yeah. Greek letters are R A P E <laughs> for that house, yeah. and nobody <laughs> wants to be part of that. I, you, you can't do that shit. I would actually at night, at the cover of night, actually the cover of early morning, because that's when they'd be sleeping. Is I would go in and I would paint a different mural. And it would be it would be two of them holding hands, two of the <laughs> dudes, or just of one guy just in the panties is just another one of the dudes. Oh, you know, it'd be even better if they were folding panties for their girlfriend. Like, I'll do your laundry. This is the panty shanty. Come on over, gals. We'll help you. Well, that voice, 
That sounded yep. more like I meant it to sound genuine, <laughs> but that sounded like a trick. That sounded sure like I would. Did. Here, before we do your laundry, drink this. <laughs> yeah. You fucking creep. Hey guys, uh, head on over into the kitchen. We got some Kool Aid. Chung chung. <laughs> I went down to yeah. See the music festival, but I, but I went down to Alabama. That's where this was. Gulf Shores, Alabama, and I don't know if you've heard, but now everyone has to have every baby. Yeah, which means their college football team, the Crimson Tide, never going to win again. Because now the players are going to have to pay for every single baby they make instead of just getting rid of them. No, but it was it was kind of insane because there were so many thongs on this beach and they're all young people. And you should have seen them. They were like all loose or on the people <laughs> on the people. Well, for them. Yeah, yeah. While the music was playing. But then you see them walking home and it's like they're all over each other. And it's like, so where did you say you're from? And it's like. You, you, I hope you live somewhere else because this could be this could be serious trouble. So if this starts, I go into New Orleans. Um, obviously, I look like someone who had hurt the CVS clerk in the past because I walk in and I go, do you guys have eye drops? She didn't even look up. I mean, she looked at me initially, but then wouldn't look at me anymore and was like, I don't know. Like, the CVS clerk did? Yeah. All right. So then we go back in a little bit later and I get a six pack of water and there's no price on it. So I go, can you tell me, um, can you tell me how much this is? And have you ever seen a white trash parent rip a child out of a cart at Walmart that won't stop asking for a toy? That's how this lady pulled the water off of the counter. <laughs> and she had to bring it way over to the automatic scan. Like when you do it, like the self scanners. And I go, don't you have a thing right here? And she goes, like that. <laughs> then two other women walk in. She goes, welcome to CVS. And then looked at me again like she was going to murder me. So that was my New Orleans experience. I blame it on voodoo. I don't give a shit. So because you flew into New Orleans before you went to Alabama. Right, because there's no real great way to get to Alabama. Practice, practice, practice. <laughs> That's how you get to Gulf Shores, Alabama. I fucking don't like New Orleans. I know everybody loves it. I think it smells like piss. I think the weather changes every eight minutes. I don't drink. I, every fucking street looks like a, a mutant cat is going to crawl out of the gutter and be like, uh, did you fuck anybody yet? Like, I don't <laughs> like it there. I just don't like it. I, did, I also have not had good experiences. I did not stay there long enough to get the whole experience. I do drink. I feel like it's probably great. Also, the um, what are they called? The bonnets? No, that's Beignets. John, John Benet Ramsey. Yeah, the Benets. Those are the people who murdered John Benet. Yes. Ben the beignets. Beignets. It's a funnel cake. Yes, funnel cake with fucking... So can yeah. you just not come at me like, you huh, You need to have a beignet. <laughs> I just didn't get it because I took a bite and I was like, first of all, I inhaled through my nose a ton of powdered sugar. Okay. So that was already goopy. Yeah. And then I just got grumpy about it because it is. It's a funnel cake. Yeah. It's the same shit you've gotten at every circus yeah. or town festival you've ever been to. Yep. So we take off. We go. Th we have to go through Mississippi to get to Alabama. Now, okay. I stop to get beer in Mississippi at a liquor store because I live in Minnesota, and that's how it works here. But we got there, and the guy goes, uh, no beer. And I go, you don't have beer? And he goes, no beer in liquor stores. And I go, well, where do you get the beer? And he goes, beer store. And I go, that can't be right. There's no such thing as a beer store. And I go, but it has alcohol in it. And he goes, this isn't an alcohol store. It's a liquor store. And I go, I don't know what that means. And he goes, if it's above 8% alcohol, then it's in the liquor store. If it's below, you get it at a, a, a gas station or a grocery store. And I was like, all right. I go, this is easily 
the most confusing and dumbest thing I've ever heard. And he said, I'm going to borrow one of the eyes from Mississippi to tell you I don't care. That's what he said to me. So then I said, I'm going to borrow all the S's from Mississippi so you can suck these dicks. <laughs> and then we <laughs> stared at each other for a while and both realized at the exact same time, I'm one shy. So I go, Dixes? <laughs> and he goes, you were close. And then we had this moment where it was like, all right, this is great. You came at me. I came at you. And now we're kind of friends over it. When I, when I heard this guy initially, I thought to myself, you know, this, this is like someone I wouldn't want to talk to. But he seemed like he didn't give a shit. You could talk about religion, politics. Maybe you wouldn't agree. But he didn't get super angry about it. Because here's the problem with me is when my brain thinks this will be funny, that's like saying open sesame to my mouth, right? But the, but the whatever it is, the treasure of the 40 thieves don't fall out. It's just a lot of bullshit tumbling out. And not the good tumbling, like the backflips and shit. It's like pandas rolling down a hill. Yeah, it's like a drunk guy who slipped on a step is yeah. how it comes out. Yeah. yeah, it's just like ridiculous. Yours, I don't know why. Every once in a while on this show, you paint something really funny like pandas rolling down a hill is a very funny visual and i don't even let it hit my head i go what about a less funny example what about a drunk guy on a step well it wasn't supposed to be funny it's just have you ever seen a panda roll down a hill yeah it's funny. several times i've thought to myself oh that panda's dead <laughs> but it's just getting somewhere else it's yeah, ridiculous pandas roll down a hill like they've just been shot with one of those uh dart guns where their body just goes <laughs> <Yeah>. loose <laughs> it's just loose panda noodles rolling yep. down the hill uh, yeah, so <clears throat> so we had a pretty good laugh over me missing one of the S's in Mississippi when I said, suck these dicks. So I go, suck these dickses? And I go, how would you say that? Now we're like a team trying to figure out how to figure out the phrase, suck these dickses, <laughs> which is pretty great. Uh, I go to a liquor store where they sell beer because mm -hmm. now we're back in like a place that does that. Yeah. And there are two young girls ahead of me getting beer. But there are two boys with them, so there must be couples. Gotcha. And, uh, and they just asked for the girl's ID. She goes, I, all right, I need to see your two ID. I'm not sure about you two. You two pass, but you two. And then she took the IDs, and she goes, well, we just got to make, make sure the girls are okay. And I said, from behind them, I go, that's the first time that phrase has been said in this state. <laughs> Maybe ever. <laughs> right? And she goes, what? And I go, I don't know if you read the news, but there's been a law that's just passed. And so now everyone's kind of looking at me. And then I go out of the liquor store afterwards. And these two girls are arguing because one's like four months makes it a baby. And I was like, oh, man, you I started. Just ruined, I ruined their weekend. Yeah, I think I don't care where you stand on. I mean, I do. Yeah, I do. But it's yeah. everyone gets their opinion. Mm hmm. Right. You can't tell me like, Jet, we're going to you have to give this person a blood transfusion so they can live. Yeah, you can't do that. That's against the law. Right. The government can't make me give my blood away, but that's what you're doing. Question. Yes. Would you give me a blood transfusion? Uh, no, we're not the same type. We could be. You don't have any idea what type. Yeah. You don't know my blood type. I'm cool positive. Let's, you're cool negative. Let's say in, in theory, you were the same blood type as me. Sure. Would you give me a blood transfusion? What was it for? I'm going to die because I have, uh, I'm not a big medical guy. Let's call it hemophiliac disease. Okay. You give me something? Sure. Okay. I want you to remember that at the end of the show. I have a question to ask you later. So, 
<laughs> you're you're such a fuck. You uh, you were telling me that you had to deal with speaking of girls and bodies. You've had an experience with sex ed. Oh yeah, I got a <clears throat> I got an email from my daughter's a ninth grader. So I got an email from her sex edu- or her health teacher mm-hmm. and they're doing sex education and stuff like that, which by the way, my, my daughter also is like, there was a big extra credit thing. And, uh, at the, a, at the sex ed extra credit thing, extra credit. Oh, that, I mean, I have just a handful of jokes, but I went pretty overboard with the panty shanty. So I'm going to keep these inside. Keep going. Well, it was just extra credit for like knowing things, right? So they're asking questions and the person like that that's gets called the shocker like that. Yeah. Okay. Well, well, here's what it turned out. My daughter, who's like the nicest person, but she's so funny that she refuses to use any of the medical terms. So inst- everyone's like raising their hand and going, is it scrotum? She's standing up and like double handed karate chopping her crotch going ball sack, ball sack. <laughs> Which is the craziest thing. And she's telling me this, which, which is wonderful because we have such an open, honest relationship. Mm-hmm. It's not a friendship. Yep. We've, we've had to have that conversation too where she's like, we're friends, right? And I go, we're not. I'm your dad. That's just like, like we're friendly, right? We have, we have a better relationship than friends because you're my daughter and I'm your dad. So it's, yeah. it's, it's different. But I don't ever want you to use friendship as a way to get out of something, right? So that's, that's where it stops. So, but we do have a great relationship and that's what made having this conversation easy. So here was the email I got from her teacher. Uh, Hey there, parents. My high school health classes started the human sexuality unit today. We will be discussing the female and male anatomy, abstinence, contraception, and STDs over the next couple weeks. I feel the topic is extremely important and encourage open communication with parents so they feel more comfortable if questions arise later on. I gave the students an extra credit assignment today but highly encourage them to complete it. The assignment is to visit with a parent or both about sex, expectations, and life. I told them they should use their note packet as a guide, uh, but you can talk about anything related. Your child may not, let's see, your child may not bring it up, but you sure can. Uh, To earn extra credit points, I ask that you, the parent, write a note to me explaining what was talked about. The more detail, the better. I really enjoy reading these notes. Thank you for putting, (laughs) what? No. What? I don't know how you live your life, but if I'm writing that letter back. Oh, about, yeah, the more detail, the better. You can almost hear, like, losing her breath. I really, I really enjoy reading these notes. You can almost hear her changing the batteries in her vibrator. <laughs> you really can. It's just like, I don't, I just, more details, the better. And then I'll put each of the letters slowly and slippery-like into my binder that I've collected over all these years. Yeah, it's, like, it's like her version of a penthouse letter. Yeah. So here's the letter that I wrote back. Gee, was that a fucking novel? No, I just we talked about a bunch of stuff. It's just one page. Okay. Uh, my name is Chad. I'm Olivia's dad. This is the extra credit letter about our conversation. We started off talking about contraception and how women get an unfair shake when it comes to birth control. We discussed how a man... Uh, could just not ejaculate into a woman, but still most times she's responsible for making sure she doesn't get pregnant. We talked about how, because that's the case, the system is completely fucked. We talked about how the pill or IUDs don't protect against STDs. We talked about how a condom doesn't cover an entire herpes outbreak. 
We talked about. Oh, how- I didn't even. I didn't know that. Bummer. Yeah, man, you gotta you gotta be careful. Well, I mean, I'm only I'm only beefing Jenna these days, so it's it's. You know what I found is a quick pass with the palm, like just the whole palm, like a quick, real sharp rub. You'll know if something's scabby down there. Okay, bummer. Keep going. Because you're gonna get it like a ah, like something like that. Gotcha, bummer. We talked about never owing someone sex. There's no magical clock when you're dating that says if you don't have it by a certain time, the boy will shrivel up and die. We talked about how love has nothing to do with it. I know this is northern Minnesota, but love doesn't open or close holes. We agree. <laughs> well, it doesn't. It's, it doesn't, right? I mean, everyone's like, you got like when, when kids are young, it's the same with drugs. They're like, drugs are bad. Sex is bad. But here's what it did. They're fucking awesome. I told I, the same thing I did with my nephew as he was growing up. When he would talk about drugs or sex, I'd be like, there's a, there's a reason people do cocaine. Yeah. And anybody who tells you there's not a physical pleasure in that is incorrect. You just have to weigh that against the massive amount of negatives that come right. from that behavior yeah. and then make the smart choice. It's, it's going to feel great. Until you have to start stealing silverware from your family. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, it's the same thing. You, you tell people all these lies. Oh, about- that was Coke, not sex, by the way. What yeah. a weird, like, I like spoons. I haven't fingered a woman in months. I like cold spoons all over my body. Give me that ladle. Um, yeah, man, that's you're exactly right. I just you sent a, le- a teacher a letter with the sentence. Love doesn't open or close holes. Keep going. Well, they're a teacher. They know stuff. We agreed that if it doesn't feel like the time, it probably is not the time. And for boys, it always feels like the time. We talked about how sex is awesome and it feels good. And that's why it gets so many people in trouble. We talked about if a boy is pressuring you for sex, he probably doesn't care about you as much as he should for you to give it to him. I kept bringing up a phrase for my health class. And I don't know if you have this, but uh, it's better to make a decision with a cool mind than a hot body. That was a, always the phrase in my health class where it's like, you got to talk about it before you start kissing. Well, cool. <laughs> what a fucking neat. Should we get charts and stuff? All right, we're 15 minutes in. Let me check the schedule. The Venn diagram shows that the pleasure <clears throat> versus the. <laughs> so, uh, so, so I go, uh, it's better to make a decision with a cool mind than a hot body. We laughed hard at that. I get what they were going for, but man, that's dumb. <laughs> The hardest we laughed was the wording of some of the phrases in your email. The more detail, the better. I really enjoy reading these notes. We both agreed you're probably not a perv, but that wording was super funny to us. (laughs) It is crazy. Where it's just like, could you imagine? Well, I keyed off on it immediately. I know. Yeah, Yeah, so... Uh, we talked about how I, from now on, just as a heads up, I'll refer to all the parents' emails, not as emails, but as sexy secrets. Clickbait. <laughs> we talked about how her body is her body. No one makes decisions for it, but her, uh, please keep in mind that we talked about this before Alabama, uh, passed their forced birth law. I don't know what it's called, but that's what I'm calling it. Uh, we talk about how sex shouldn't be something to be ashamed of, but owned. We talked about when you're with the right person, it can be silly and ridiculous sometimes. And when you're with the wrong person, it's gonna suck. Seven U's in suck. I really millennialed it up on that one. Just in case you didn't get it by what I was saying, let me add six more vowels to make sure you know I'm fucking serious. Uh, we, we talked for about a half hour, and I'm thrilled to see how smart and confident she is when it comes to this stuff. Thank you for the assignment. It was a fun talk. 
Did you get any response back from her? My daughter sent me uh, a Snapchat yesterday of her teacher reading the letter, and she was in tears laughing. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, it was pretty nice. I mean, I do think when you're an adult... Up top tears and probably downstairs tears. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) It's so funny, yet it works. (laughs) I'm so sorry. How was your teacher when she read, wet all over? (laughs) On top of that letter being super funny, it's also really insightful, and I, it, you clearly did a fantastic job. And that's incredible that you have that sort of relationship with your daughter. It's, yeah, it's fun. I don't know if you received a sex talk from anyone in your family. I didn't. I also, I, no parents, I had one uncle say one sentence to me. I was like 17 years old. And he's like, you had sex yet? And I was like, no. He goes, anybody talk to you about it? I was like, Nope. He goes, well, I'll just let you know the holes down there closer to the butthole than you'd think it would be. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that is good to know, though. (laughs) That was my that was my whole. So spoiler alert, I lost my virginity very late in life. I was I am an unlikable person. And, w- and I had a lot of zits and no one was into it. I was 23 years old when I lost my virginity. That's when I started comedy. So then I Feels was the same. Same exact thing. So I spent six years leading up to the moment. And the only thing that was in my head was like, just remember, it's down there. It's great advice. Yeah. Because if you are laying on a couch and not directly on top or just to the side laying parallel, if there's any sort of angle, you need to know that shit because your equilibrium is off. You don't know where you're at. You need like some sort of compass. And I think it's close to the butthole is the best compass someone could give you. And Chad, you painted a really good picture there. Now, could you just type that up and put it in an email and just send it to my inbox? I'd love to. <laughs> just inbox me. I didn't get a sex talk. I got, uh, I talked to girl into we were making out a bunch we rode the bus together we were making out a bunch and uh hurry up and get to the second part of that i talked a girl into talked her into having sex you did yeah okay and we were young okay we were young and so because i was riding the bus yeah and so i said here's the deal my parents are going to not that young yeah you looked at me like all crazy well i just I, I had there was a lot going on. I, I didn't. I I kind of was like I was still I, in. I like, think I was. In, I was still in butthole range. I think I was so. a ninth grader. Okay. Yeah. I was like, it's still pretty young. Keep going. No, it is. It is really young. Yeah. And so I talked her into. I go. Here's the deal. My parents are going out. I'm going to suggest you as a babysitter. Put my sister to bed early. I'll come home from what I'm doing early. And then beef. We'll get it. Yeah. We'll get this. Shit. Yeah. Let's let's get it. And so, but just so we're clear, just so I, because I want to make sure when you say talked her into it, just so the listeners don't go off running, like you suggested a plan that she agreed to. Oh yeah. Yeah. I just like, I just want it like in today's day and age, I don't, (laughs) I don't want you to panty shanty our episode. I don't want you to be like, no, 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 no. I mean, we, we talked about it. Yes. You came up with a good plan. She's like, that's a good plan. What I did when I think of talker into it, I'm like, I know you don't want to babysit, but here's what's going to have to happen. You're going to, yeah. You babysit. We beef works out. Keep going. So sisters in bed, Mm -hmm. by the way, my sister listens to this podcast. Sisters in bed. Parents are gone. I get home. I have two twin beds in my bedroom. We decide to use 
the one I don't sleep on. Smart. For a first-time sex guy? That's what smart. I'm saying. Smart. There's a, there's a sleep bed and a sex bed. Smart. So uh, we're making out. Everything's going naked. About to put on a condom. Hear the door open upstairs. Ooh. My parents came home because they just never got along and never, <laughs> never quite stayed out as late as they thought they would. <laughs> one of them always came home early. And was never like, I'm back. It was always like, you heard the, the garage door open and then a bedroom door slam. But they were there, so I'm out. And they know there's a babysitter in the house. So I look, uh, this is going to be graphic. Okay. Warning, graphic. Graphic. I look down and I have what some, some call pre-cum. Okay, yeah. And that's how a lot of unplanned pregnancies happen mm -hmm. when you're young. Yeah. Because you got that little like your body doesn't know what it's doing. Yeah, they got that little bit of that pre goof. I'd never even jerked off then. Okay. Wait, you had sex before ever having No, I didn't. I didn't have sex with this girl. So but my you were gonna have sex without ever having jerked off Truth. in your life? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So I'm so thankful that my mom came home because uh didn't do it and then really kind of scared me straight a little bit with that that pre-cum situation and i didn't uh didn't lose my virginity till two weeks before my 18th birthday well, that's a pretty good number so i want to talk about one more thing before we go today as long as it's dolphins it's not okay we'll do we'll do dolphins next week you gotta tune into this he texted me about this and it's fantastic what a what a build up to let him down ain't that right hay bales well so, you know what that was pre-cum that was a little pre-cum so I, the last day, the day before my last day in Ohio, I, and speaking of, you know, I don't want to be too graphic here, but I woke up and I had a little bit of stomach issues okay. and I used the bathroom and I looked at the bathroom and I was like, that's a color that shouldn't be there. So I went red, to, reddish, reddish, reddish. So I went to the doctor and, uh, she was like, well, we need a sample. And I said, all right, I just pooped, but if you could give me some sort of laxative, I could maybe fill something up for you. She goes, oh, no, you're going to lay down on this table, and I'm going to go get a sample. And, I, and She used the words, go get, like mm -hmm. my asshole was a fishing trip. for You know her. what it is? It's noodling. <laughs> a lot of people in that part of the country noodle. Yeah, that's how they pull. That's where you, for those of you who don't know, that's where you suck a fish out of a hole in the mud. Yeah, there's a hole in the mud. You stick your bare arm in it. Let the fish take your bare arm up to the forearm. Then you pull it out with your arm. Yes. No, it's a, not noodling. It's noodling. I'm noodling. Well, that morning's peachy, friend. I've just been out here noodling fishes. So I, I get my b-hole noodled, and but she also did it. That's fantastic. Uh, she also <laughs> did it in this way where she was like, so I lay down on the side of the table and she like cupped my butt cheek mm -hmm. and she was like, Got she, to. she goes, so I'm going to, and I, I've, I've, I think this has happened on TV before, mm -hmm. like sitcoms. I didn't think it was a thing in real life. She's like, all right, I'm just going to explain to you the process here. And then wham, yeah. she just crushed. That's what they, that's why they grabbed the butt cheek. Yeah. If they don't get your dinner, you grab a butt cheek. I didn't know that you, I thought that was only a thing that happened on Seinfeld. And uh -huh. then he goes, like, it's like a chiropractor that's like wiggling your neck and goes, so tell me about. <laughs> yeah. Pass. And ninja you. I don't, I don't care for that. That's not for me. And mm -hmm. so I, everything's all right. Just as a heads up, I came home and I got an endoscopy. It's been a really big week for me, but uh, I'm I'm okay. But it was a it was shocking. Can I? Well, yeah. Can I tell you a story about my butthole? 
I, you know what? I think it would be the so perfect So I woke up end. one day and I looked down and not, there was no discoloration. It looked like a shark attack had taken place in the toilet. Oh, like a straight up shark attack. No. Yeah. It was so bloody and so ridiculous that I, I didn't know. Then I, took a little toilet paper little dabble do ya to make sure that was for me because i thought maybe i sat on a toilet that had been used okay for a murder okay so i go into the hospital and i said here's what's going on they go all right we need to give you a colonoscopy and i was pretty young at the time mid, okay. mid 30s yep pretty young and so they give me this colonoscopy and so what it's just such a process you have to drink gatorade with shit medicine in it you can't eat for two days and then you're basically like little mustard shits yeah. Like a little baby. Yeah. Right. So cleaning out your entire system. I go there and uh, the doctor is like, okay, we're going to, we have to put this camera in there. They go, let us know if you need more medicine. Mm -hmm. Now I want to be tough. I also don't want them to think I'm a whore. So I'm kind of playing it by ear. And I go, I don't think I need more medicine. And then two seconds later, I was like, all of it, all the medicine. I want the plunger to touch the tip of that fucking wire. I really did. I was just like, it's too much. And then it felt like I woke up just a second later, but they had done all a bunch of stuff. And people were looking at me weird, so I'm like, oh, shit on that one, shit on that one. <laughs> looking around, just, oh, gotcha, shit on that one. Like, just the shame in their eyes when they look down, oh, that one's on my dick. Like, just a lot of stuff. And so I get, <laughs> I get done with it. And it's not an easy process either, by the way. No. Because I don't have... You have little tiny butt cheeks. Mm -hmm. I have weightlifter slash ice cream eater butt cheeks. Yeah. And so there was like a, at one point, I just picture them going rib spreader because they needed to make sure they. Get the winch. There's more, more cushion for the pushing in my situation. So uh, I figured that they really had to like have two people really get it, get it spread. But uh, so I go in to the doctor. Everything's fine. He goes, I've honestly. Even in a 20-year-old, when I have to do this, I've never seen a healthier colon. And I was like, well, what, what was the deal? And he goes, I don't know. Did you eat beets or anything the day before? And I go, I didn't eat beets. And then all of a sudden, I just like flood. Have you ever been, you know, when like uh, the light comes in on a sci-fi movie and all gets sucked into a body and they just all of a sudden stand up a little straighter? That's what happened to me. The day before, I had eaten a half red velvet cake. Cause I was in a golf match with somebody and they know I love red velvet cake. And so by the end of it, I was beating him on the 12th hole. It was almost closed out. And so I was bringing handfuls of red velvet on the green and putting with one hand just to be a dick and eating it. So I ate almost a half red. So that's what it was. It was the food. There was the dye in the red velvet cake. So I went through all that. I got a camera shoved in my shit cutter from Ohio, I'm a shit cutter. It's, uh, it was unbelievable. And they just go, uh, you know, kind of looked at me and they go, well, you won't need one till you're 50. And I was like, well, I'm not getting one again. So <laughs> you told me it was the healthiest ooh. thing you've ever seen. Yeah, I'm out. I depend on that. I have to go actually. All right. Hey, um, real quick question. Uh, we talked about blood transfusions earlier and yeah. you said you would help me out. Uh, that was a really nice thing. Well, I'd help anyone. Yeah, and I just wanted anyone to tell that you, needed it. Yeah, and I well, you know, and me specifically. So I just wanted to say that just that you would go that far means a lot to me, and I love you. I gotta go. Uh, okay.
everybody, if you guys like this, uh, there will be a new episode next Monday and every single Monday at 8 a.m. So click the subscribe button so your phone sends it to you without having to do any work.